Hello, everybody. This is editing Avery. Um, a little unconventional way to start our episode, but we did want to let you know that this episode was recorded before E52's performance of Murder at the Starlight Bistro. Unfortunately, just because of classes and things that were happening in the semester, we did not have time to edit and prepare this episode in a way that would do the show justice. So we're releasing it now. Um, so the show that we are discussing did happen in the past, but hopefully um, this will be a good way to get a look inside our rehearsal process and everything that happened. And just one more thing before we started, we did want to congratulate Melissa on passing her thesis defense. She mentions it in the episode, but we wanted to make sure we gave her a big congratulations here on the episode um, of Center Stage with Spinozzo. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, just call us Justin Timberlake because it's May. The semester is winding down, but the party never stops in E52. Anywho, welcome to Center Stage with Spinalzo. I'm Amanda. I'm Avery. And I'm Tess. Guys, mm -hmm. you're never gonna believe who we have with us today. I can't even see anything. No. Nope. A very it's special celebrity. Yeah, you may have seen her on TV. Celebrity. You might have heard her say, Sam, before. <laughs> it is. The one, the only, well, not the only, but the only important one, Mel B, Melissa, oh. Braun, Sam! Um, <laughs> you know how, like, um, the celebrity chef always says BAM? I think it's, like, Emeril. Emeril Lagasse? Yeah, his thing's BAM. I'm taking Sam with me now. <laughs> hey. Hi, Mel. How's it going, everyone? Good, how are you? I have my defense tomorrow. I'm writing a thesis, everyone. Uh, don't read it, because I don't like it. But, yeah, I'm defending that tomorrow, so we're doing okay. She practiced in front of us today. It was very it good. It was extremely good. When you just said she, I was like, she kills monsters? I thought <laughs> it was a guess. <laughs> the pronoun she is forever changed. <laughs> forever. Um, but ironically, we are not here to talk about she kills monsters. No, no. We are here to talk about another show that Melissa is in. We're all in. We are all in it. Um, but Melissa, what show are we doing this weekend? We're doing Murder at the Starlight Bistro, written Ooh. and directed by our very own Jess Smith. Um, mm -hmm. And those show dates are May 6th, 7th, and 8th, all at 5 p.m. outdoors on the steps of Memorial. So we are super excited for that. Mel, before we get into it, do you want to just, like, talk about yourself a little bit? Let everyone get a taste of Mel B. I could never talk about myself. Well, anyways, guys, so my name's <laughs> Melissa. Um, no, I did introduce myself on a former episode. You might remember me as the winner of trivia, <laughs> but John Demko was there also stealing my limelight, so I will reintroduce myself. I'm Melissa. I'm a Spanish and political science double major, double minor in history and theater studies. Um, I'm a senior if I didn't say that, but... Um, but yeah, uh, favorite show, great comment, obviously. Fun fact, uh, I got attacked by a bat once and had to get a rabies shots at four in the morning. <laughs> yes, that's my fun fact, though. <laughs> my not-so-fun fun fact. It's a very unique fun fact. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Just like this is a very unique show. Ooh, oh, segue. Queen of segues. Segue. Come on, Amanda. Amanda, do you want to... Um tell everybody a little bit about what the show's about without giving it away? Yes, actually. So it's what some might call an interactive murder mystery. Ooh. And 
you know, keyword interactive, we get to interact Ooh, with wow. the audience. Okay, and I know. In between each act, instead of having intermissions, we go out and we talk to the audience members and we have to stay in character the whole time. And I know I'm having a lot of fun with it because my character is mean all the time. <laughs> so I have the opportunity to just be mean to people, um, have no filter. It kind of gives me, I don't know the right word for it. An outlet? An outlet for, like, how I want to treat people at, like, my actual jobs that I work at. (laughs) So, like, as someone who worked as a hostess and as a waitress um, and as a cashier, like, it gives me an opportunity to say the things to people that I wish I could say to someone at the restaurant. So I I do love my character, um, and I get to... I love getting to do that with people. Um, But we also get to interact with each other and Mm -hmm. completely improv it the whole time. Melissa and I's characters do fight fight constantly. And it's so hard, like, especially because none of our characters get along. No. Do you want to, like, explain your character a little bit? My character's name is Summer O'Connor. She is the assistant manager, also the um, hostess at the restaurant at the Starlight Bistro. And she is a former Miss Delaware. She's Very mean. Very important character trait. Um, the way that I've been portraying her is if anyone has ever seen Schitt's Creek, yes. uh, I've been playing her like Alexis Rose, uh, which is the daughter. And I've been doing my best to just kind of keep up that persona. But that's that's who I play. So, Mel, what about you? Um, I play Amanda's arch nemesis. Actually, I'm more of like her arch nemesis in my head, but I don't think she really thinks about me ever. um, Yeah, so I'm playing Sophie Young, who's basically obsessed with one of the waiters who works there, Um, and she used to date him, and now someone else is dating him, but I'm still very much so obsessed with him. So honestly, character trait most important is crazy ex-girlfriend, but with a, mm, I don't really know, uh, very strange. Very strange, but it's it's fun because since she's so wacky, I can do whatever I want, basically, I, and say things that I do. I have to hate you in this show, <laughs> and there are so many times that you'll do something so funny that I have to t- I have to fully turn like you guys in mm-hmm. laughter. I have to turn around. I'm like this is so- and I can't smile or anything because I'm supposed to. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like you do something, and I'm like, well. <laughs> I, I that's why. I don't know. I feel like I need to smile a lot in my character to portray like craziness, but also just because I'm laughing so much at things that other people say. So I'm like, maybe I'll just make myself smile the whole time <laughs> as like a flaw. But I don't yeah. know. Well, Avery, who are you? Ooh, okay. So I played Dante, who is the. He thinks he's coming back to work in a couple weeks, um, but he was injured on the job, and so now he's out of work. So he's not currently working at the restaurant as the head chef. Um, but the best way to describe him... I'll get to the costume in a second. The best way to describe him is he's the... He's not old, but he's significantly older than most of the cast. He's about seven or eight years older than the rest of the characters in the cast. Significantly older. Back in my Um But he's like the passive-aggressive, mean old man. Um, And so... I don't know. You said you like being mean to everybody. I don't know if it's because I don't know. My counterpart is um, Jody Baker, who's played by Priyanka, who so I nice. she's so nice. Yeah, she's I so sweet. sweet. I don't so sweet. know her outside of the show too well, so it's very hard for me to be mean to her. I always she's go up so to nice. her afterwards and I go, "I'm sorry. I didn't mean any of that about you, Priyanka. That was fully like Dante speaking to Jody." She's so soft-spoken and she's mm-hmm. so short. 
<laughs> as someone who's six feet tall, when I like stand next to her because I have to introduce her character, I like I'm fully looking <laughs> like during the photo shoot. I'm pretty sure like you guys were in a picture together. Because, oh yeah, and yeah, it's so funny. It it's so like, funny. <laughs> um, no, but about like being a character and feeling bad about treating people badly. Yesterday, I body slammed John Dembo into Tess. <laughs> I, I, I meant to just yeah. like I meant to just like a little a little like because me and him don't get along in the show, so I meant to like do a little elbow, and I actually just like fully pushed him into Tess, and I felt so bad. But it's like a three-way car accident. Yeah, literally. But I did feel a little powerful, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that brings us to Tess. Tess, who's your character? My character is Anna Brooke Matthews. She is a really smart girl dating a really terrible human. Um, (laughs) Hey, don't say that about my boyfriend. Um, Oh, my boyfriend. He's very toxic, and she's very toxic, um, but she's also the nicest person in the world and thinks good things about other people, which is hard because I don't like most people. (laughs) Um, So it's been a real acting challenge for me. (laughs) The most not Tess character I've ever seen. Yeah. Test play. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right. I feel like all the, the roles I've seen you like have like a little bit of Tess in them. This one is not at all. Not, not at all. At all. It's just she does a lot of crying. She does a lot of, you know. You cr- you are a very good fake crier. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was one time at rehearsal, I thought you were crying for real. Oh, I was crying for real at one rehearsal, but <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's not the one that you were thinking of. It was a different rehearsal. It was like the first time I ever saw you play Anna Brooke, and you were crying, and I was like, ah, who hurt Tess? <laughs> No, yeah, that's something the audience probably doesn't know, but Tess came into this production a little late mm. and mm-hmm. has done a wonderful job catching mm-hmm. up. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, but also I just realized that it's me and then the the person who dies, spoiler alert, the person who dies, it's you three who are all interested in him. Yeah, we play the three love interests. Hey, yeah, sorry <laughs> guys, I... I will be with him in that. Uh, you can have him. <laughs> it's fine. You can have him. Guys. Well, we, we love Jordan. Sorry. We do love Jordan. Oh, we, do. we love Jordan. We do not like Spencer Avery, no. yes. the character he plays, which yes. always catches me off guard because I've n- never been in a show with the name Avery anywhere in it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I've never been in a show with my name either. But... Tessie. Tessie. <laughs> Tessie. It's, yeah, Tess plays the girlfriend. Melissa plays the ex, and I play the mistress. <laughs> <laughs> and I play the cranky old man yes. again. But switch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all the time talk about like our four characters, and then John Demko's character. Like we do not get along. John Demko's character is so normal. He's normal, but like, but the five of us still always gravitate towards each other. Like mm-hmm. especially during like the improv bits, mm-hmm. and it's it it's not good, but we still do it. <laughs> like I'll find myself like standing next to Melissa, and I'm like. Oh, shouldn't be here <laughs> i also keep forgetting because melissa goes up to the dead body at one point and is being weird and i walk up to her and i go to slap her like off on the arm but every single time i would get too close and i actually hit melissa for real too hard every single time it's fine listen i got kicked la- i'm kidding no but i no i'm genuinely like listen i i was able to like push john demko with a little bit of energy so you know i got strong muscles a little maybe. bit <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe I was feeling like some roller derby way yesterday. Mm. Um, but yes, my but, bad. Yeah, that also brings up, this isn't a unique show because there's no intermission. Well, there is an intermission, but it's unique in that we're acting through intermission. Yeah. And we have to improv. So like, I've never been in a show where we I have to improv lines at all. Um, but what's it like being part of a show 
where so much of it is reliant on improv? Um, personally, for my character, I do like it because I think in Acts 1 and 2, I am having a bit of trouble memorizing some of my lines because I feel like my character kind of says the same thing in different orders at times. Yeah. Um, so I think the good thing about this show is that like it doesn't have to be exact because I know my specific cues, but I can kind of switch up the details of it and make it because it is a comedy and it's not a drama so mm-hmm. I mean it, there, it's not like we have a specific mold to follow in that sense um, so I really like the the free reign of it and I I don't know guys my ego is really boosted right now I'm like maybe I should have tried out for the chickens even though I should never try out for the chickens in my life <laughs> because they're really good and I'm just like I'm like make two people laugh and I'm like ha 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 this is my special skill mm-hmm. but yeah that's but- how I feel <laughs> I love improving personally. I find I get a lot of joy out of it. Like I said, especially just being mean to people and getting away with it. <laughs> ah, so freeing. As someone who doesn't like to approach strangers and talk about myself, it can be a little bit challenging. But I also think that like it's fun because I get to like you know work around it with you guys and like even though you guys have to act like you hate me, but then it it's, fuels the emotion of it's my character. So hard. I have to get into Tess's face <clears throat> at one point like so bad, and every single time I turn away, and I'm like. <laughs> oh god, I hate I hate that line. I hate doing it. You know exactly the one I'm talking about too. <laughs> I actually don't. You what line is it? After. What? What line is it? It's the one where I, I accuse Tess of being the murderer, and I'm like, and he only ever loved me. Oh, I mean, I, I've said that line like Story I think I said that line twenty times. Oh. Like, so I I feel like every line I say is like. He's mine. It is funny. <laughs> it's also funny when Melissa and I have to get in each other's faces because Melissa's of average height. I'm of average height. I'm of above average height. Yes. <laughs> so it's just like no exit all over again. Wait. Where <laughs> uh, Melissa has to get on her tippy toes. John like, Demko like, made me feel so short one day. He like had this TikTok and he's like, who's 5'5? Five, five? And I was like, I'm 5'5? Five, five. And I was like, that's average height. Like, yeah, I'm 5'5. Five, five. He shows me this TikTok and it's like, what people who are 5'5 five five see, and it's literally like an ant's view of crawling up the stairs. <laughs> I was like, come on, I'm, I'm like average height, please. That's okay, I saw this tweet once and it said if, you, if you're a woman above 5'10, your pronouns are fee fi fo fum. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. I totally, that totally didn't come from yeah. <laughs> no, I think I sent you it, sent it, it to you. You sent it to me and I sent it to my tall friend. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. I did not enjoy it. I'm a gentle giant. <laughs> that also brings up this is an outdoor show and I know Tess and I have been involved in an outdoor show but we've never acted in an outdoor show have either one of you done an outdoor show in any capacity no I actually said my freshman year I was like I will never do the E52 <laughs> outdoor show and I made it this far and then I got those like oh murder mystery oh and all my friends are doing it like oh I'll do it <laughs> um no I've acted in like five shows and none of them have been outdoors so no that is my final answer. It's going to be a new experience. I'm trying to think. Um, Jenny, who plays Alexis, one of the cops, and Gabe, who yeah. plays Eddie Bishop, who is the other cop, and then Caitlin Mummert, who plays Claire, who's the owner of the restaurant, they've all done an outdoor show. Mm-hmm. Were they all in Much Ado? They were all in Much Ado About mm-hmm. Nothing, which happened last fall. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody else in this cast has done an outdoor show. So we're all kind of on the same playing field. Like, the director's I, done an outdoor show. Yes, yeah. uh, Jessica Smith, who was um, 
Don Pedro in Much Ado About Nothing was also in an outdoor show. Don John. Don John. Sorry. Yes, she was Don John. Um, but so, like, for most of the cast, yeah. whether this is your first show or your 27 millionth show, it's a first time outdoors. So that's also kind of cool that we're all trying to figure that out. Is that a subtweet? But what's it like acting outdoors? <laughs> I'm not excited. Like, I, I run so cold. I'm a person who's cold all the time, so I'm so not excited to be freezing. But but the shows are at five. Hot. Yeah. I think it's going to be very warm. I was going to say, we're wearing long sleeve shirts. We are wearing three layers. I think I'm the only one in shorts and a... Oh, you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm... My costume is very different from everybody else because I'm not working. Um, My costume is a... um, A tank top with a Hawaiian... An unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt over it. And then I have Limerita sunglasses, (laughs) a fanny pack, khaki shorts, and tennis shoes... So I feel like I'm just going to the beach sometimes when I put it on. And then everybody else is in button-up and dress pants. And I'm, like, walking there. And every time I see the pictures, I sing that song from, like, I think it's from, like, Sesame Street. Sesame Street, yeah. And it's, one of these things is not right. One of these things doesn't belong here. (laughs) It's also uh, supposed to rain. Well, if it rains, we move inside. It's the reality of being a waiter in the outdoors. (laughs) have to deal with inclement weather (laughs) so we will have to figure that out do you have personal experience with this you've never been a waiter right no tess's method i've been in a waitress but it's a summer restaurant that doesn't have air conditioning so it's kind of the polar opposite (laughs) (laughs) i'm worried about people walking by like strangers Oh, yeah. Oh, for the show? Mm-hmm. You always do. Yeah. It, it's better because we are in normal clothes, and we do just look like we're part of, like, UD catering service. Because <laughs> we came downstairs uh, when we were doing the photo shoot in 310, and the group of us <laughs> went downstairs to go to the scrounge um, and to go, like, to get snacks. And we, like, we have name tags, like, we have gold name tags and everything. We looked like we were part of, like, one of the catering services that was probably happening in one of the event rooms, and people were looking at us, and I was like... They're not the weirdest looks I've ever gotten. Like, I quite literally wore elf ears last weekend, but... <laughs> no, and Donovan walked downstairs with, like, his black eye, too. So, I mean, there was some nasty fighting, maybe, too. So. Oh, yeah. My roommate judged me for it. He saw me in the waiter. Wait, I wear it. Honestly, I was feeling kind of cool in it. I was like, dang. Like, An apron ads. Yeah. <laughs> I love <pizzazz. laughs> You know what TikTok I'm thinking of. I... With the yep, apron? yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I haven't walked around in my costume, but I think I would get weird looks simply because I look so bizarre. You look like a frat bro. I was gonna say, I, I, I'm frat boy chic right now. I'm wearing a backwards <laughs> hat, and it's just been slowly going Apple farther chic. and farther back on my head. Um, but <laughs> Avery's outfit plus my hat, I think, is the yeah. quintessential um, it's the, frat boy outfit. It's the fanny pack. We'll, we'll fanny include pack. A, a picture of the cast so that yeah. you can see what we're talking about in oh. the show notes. Um, and the poster. Yeah, and we'll put the poster up, of course. Um, I think this is also one of those things that's really interesting because since it's like an outdoor show, it's free. And (laughs) something that we saw with Much Ado, which was our last outdoor show, was that a lot of people from the community of Newark would show up or people Mm -hmm. that were just walking by would show up. So it'll be nice to get a crowd that's just like interested to see what we're doing and can just kind of be there. And I think especially because we're all yelling about murder, (laughs) um, that'll... Because we all have a little monologue where we accuse someone else. Um of the murder um so i think people 
especially this week leading up to it when we're rehearsing outside kind of for the first time running the full show people kind of see oh this is happening um it'll be interesting to see if people stop because they see a show or because they hear us yelling about murdering each other about that too i mean i was gonna say i was like they're gonna think like Gabe and Jenny are actually on, and I'm like, wait, no, we're literally on a college campus, not moving. I was like, no, but I don't know, guys. Maybe we're just that good at acting. Maybe. I also something unique. This has never happened to me. I'm allowed to have my phone. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I it's watch so you on good. and I'm like, is she acting or is she actually mm, on her phone? It's a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's like I'm on my phone and I did forget one of my cue lines yesterday. It made sense though that there was a pause, but like. I just could get to be on my phone and I will be texting people during the production taking selfies with audience members because it would make sense for the character that like, the hostess that's always on her phone. Like, absolutely it would make sense. Uh, <laughs> so I'm so excited to yeah. do that. But I'm not excited to act for three hours straight with the break. <laughs> my, kind of similar to you, I get part of my costume as a fanny pack. So I've gotten full permission from Jess, the director, to just put random stuff in it and it could be different every night, and I'm just gonna start pulling stuff out, and like, my character does not like people, so it's very much within the realm of possibility that I will be throwing things at people. With one hand? With one hand, yes, my character also only has one hand. Um, And I am, personally, Avery is not left-handed, neither is Dante, but um, yeah, so I have to use my left hand to throw stuff at people, so I'm thinking one of them is gonna be a beret to throw at John Demko's character. Don't tell him. Aww. Don't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Do not tell him. He'll lose it. Yeah. I, th- so I think good. that's going to have to be one of them. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have, like, one thing for each night that's weird, but I think the be- the beret is going to have to be in there every night. To. That's so good. I am also worried about... Because we do have to do, like, audience participation. I'm worried that we're going to have, like, a rough crowd that, like... Oh, yeah. They don't want to participate because, like, we do have to, like... We have to literally walk up and, like, sit down next to people or go up to people and be like, hey, like, it's not me, like, and try and, like, go through the whole spiel. Like, we've given guidelines of things that we need to say. And I'm just, like... And Jess has had us practice, like, the interactions and, like, Mm -hmm. try and use, like, be, like, a difficult audience member and things like that. But nothing can really prepare you for that. I was going to say, I think, and something that Jess did really well with that in mind. I think I would have to ask her for sure, but I think she created characters that, mm-hmm. for the most part, could have a conversation yes. with a wall. Yeah. Like, I know Dante, my character, is so into himself that if yeah. if I sit down next to somebody, Dante will just keep speaking until somebody cuts him off. I was about to Same say, like, everyone is so developed in the sense of, mm-hmm. like, everyone's just so out of left field. Like, everyone seems normal on the forefront, but... To be quite honest, every single person is just out of their mind in this yeah. show and can easily hold a conversation. With I think the most wall, like the said. most normal person is probably Jodie Baker. Yeah. Yeah. And she, her character is like nervous, so it makes yeah. sense if she didn't necessarily start a conversation. Yeah. John's character is pretty normal too. Yeah. yeah. So is Donovan. Yeah, I was gonna say Donovan's character is pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine, fine, guys. We're just the weird ones. I was gonna no, say it's just the four the of us. Ones. <laughs> Oops. Tessa's character wouldn't be weird if she wasn't hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think that brings up another good point, which is, like, the show is student-written, and Jess did a really good job. She wrote with a it. show. Yeah, yeah, she wrote a show, and it's happening, which is really cool, because um, I know that, I mean, I don't know if we've done a student-written show that isn't sassed. Um, yeah. Have we done a full-length student-written show? Not, not that I can not remember. Not in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not in my time. I was going to say, the most recent student-written things that we do are 24 Hours and yep. Sassed. 
what do you guys think makes like the best kind of murder mystery? Because I think there's a lot of good murder mysteries out there, but like, what do you think makes a really good one? When everyone has motive. Yeah. Mm. Because it's I hate when it's obvious. Yeah. Or there's like only like one or two. Like I like how it li- quite literally could have been any single one of the characters. Yeah. I I definitely agree too. I mean, I I just read and then there were none, which I kept reading and had you read um, in two days. Uh, yeah, I did read it in two days. I did not sleep much um, because I was reading, not because yeah, whatever. But I <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, it was really good. That's the that's the point of it. I think my favorite part of a murder mystery is when there's like a good twist at the end, mm-hmm. not a twist for the sake of there being a twist. I um, that. Yeah, like I one of my favorite murder mysteries ever. It's it's in Russian. I read it in class, um, but it in English it's called The Hunting Knife, and the whole mystery revolves around these two men who hate each other so 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 much but they're both scientists and they're both working on the same project and they get shipped off to the same island to work together and it's only those two on the island and then all of a sudden one dies. And it's through because of a hunting knife through his eye into his brain and <laughs> he's dead. So everybody thinks it's the other scientist who's the killer, but then the twist at the end is like, it was actually like he was using a tool and his knife bounced off the tool and into his eye. So like nobody actually did it. Loser. Spoiler though. But like the way that they reveal the twist is very, like I won't go into it, but the way they reveal the twist in the book is very good and I like it a lot. So mm. twist, but not a twist for the sake of there being a twist in yeah. my opinion. No I cliches. I really like when the characters are all like funky. Like I think that <laughs> makes it better. Yeah, that like makes them distinct, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gianna just proposed Clue, and I think Clue is so funny because all the characters are like extremely gregarious and like strange. Tess, what about you? What's the best part of a murder mystery? You see, I'm not really into murder mysteries. I'm kind of a terrible person. Um, I don't like scary things. Um, I'd say my favorite murder mystery is Nancy Drew. Um, <laughs> the film with Emma Stone. Um, it's, a, it's a fun one. I... I saw that on the beach once. Because yeah. they do a lot of beachfront movies where I live. I saw that on the beach. My family That's owns fair. that movie. They're going to say owns yeah, the beach. Family owns like, the my family owns that beach. <laughs> You're welcome. I like characters that are well-developed and have a lot to say and are very intelligent in the ways that they go about trying to solve things. So yeah. that's yeah. my favorite part of it. This is actually the second show, like, murder mystery show I've been a part of. My first ever high school show was a musical called Curtains, um, which is actually a show within a show. It's like a theater group has their opening night for a show and then they get like during bows somebody kills the lead um and so it's they get locked in the theater because they think it's somebody in the cast so they're simultaneously trying to rehearse this show while solving the murder mystery but the biggest thing about that show was it was so hard to follow because it was a show within a show. Mm. Yeah. So I'm thankful that this show is a, like it's <laughs> it's very chaotic, but it's very easy to follow mm-hmm. the logical steps that the characters are taking. Yes, I agree. I have fun. I have fun too. I'm gonna have fun talking to people's parents because I have a character <laughs> like literally one of the things. Ugh, I'm gonna hate doing it, but I'm also so excited at the same time. I have to flirt with whoever I can. <laughs> it says flirt with audience members. <laughs> we have an audience member um, that already volunteered, so Amanda's good to go. Oh, that's the other fun part about this show. Um, Donovan's character, Sebastian, oh, yeah. actually like takes, takes an audience member with him into the kitchen 
and then comes back out and that audience member becomes a suspect. So it's the funniest thing. And I laugh every, mm-hmm. <laughs> I laugh every so time good. because kind of along the lines of Joe in laughter coming up with a new joke to start the show every time, Donovan comes up with a new name every time. <laughs> and it's so funny to me for no reason. But... You weren't there yesterday when it was a water bottle. Oh <laughs> it was so good. It was a Fiji water bottle. And he'd, we kept calling it. Fiji. And Donovan's like, oh yeah, the water bottle came back with me. And Jenny goes, oh yeah, Fiji's a suspect too. Like, just not miss a beat. It was so good. But then they did like a whole bit where like, yeah, they like knocked the water bottle off the, the chair. And you know me, like I have I have great commitment. I'll always go in and, on a bit. And like, and so I was like, he's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, even if the audience is inactive, I mean like, I think together we have a lot we'll of like, yeah. Ourselves. Oh, I'll have so much fun on my phone. You have no I'm idea. I'm just gonna cry on people. I think. <laughs> I was my Dante's character just sits down next to people and starts talking, <laughs> which is like I'll just sit down next to people like me as Avery, but I don't necessarily talk to mm-hmm. everybody I sit down next to, so that's gonna be a, a learning curve. But <clears throat> it'll be fun. <laughs> we got it, guys. Yeah, yeah. the people have. I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm genuinely excited. I hope people excited. come. Yeah, and if you want to come, you can come mm-hmm. this Friday, this Saturday, and this Sunday. So the 6th, 7th, and 8th, all shows are going to be at 5 p.m. outside on the south steps of Memorial Hall. Um, if there is rain in the forecast, we will move to a rain location, um, and that will be announced via social media and stuff so that people can find the right location. Okay, just to wrap things up really quickly... We just have one thing to plug. If you need any more updates about Murder at Starlight Bistro, you could check out our swanky website, www.centerstagewithspinalzo.wordpress.com. You can see pictures of us, your favorite hosts in the world, and you can see any updates about any future shows, and maybe even just send us a little message at the bottom. So without further ado, I'm Tess. I'm Avery. I'm Amanda. And I'm Melissa. Until next time, let us hear you guess who done it. <laughs>